the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Republicans, including Ben Sasse of Nebraska, are criticizing a trend among many of the Democratic presidential candidates gathering in South Carolina for today's candidate forum, the one sponsored by Planned Parenthood. Because the position of every senator currently running for the Democratic nomination, and at least one governor, is that a living, breathing baby who survives an abortion procedure can still be left to die after birth. Sass noting that all seven U.S. senators in the race and also gathered in Columbia, South Carolina today for that forum voted against the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act earlier this year. A deadly road accident in the Northeast State Police in New Hampshire confirming that seven people have died in a collision between a truck and several motorcycles. It happened last li- last night and took place on a rural two-lane highway in Randolph, New Hampshire. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given Patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Most people would like more freedom to do what they want, when they want, and on their own time. At Online Trading Academy, we will teach you the strategies so you can have the freedom to do those things. Whether you're looking for a supplemental income, how to better manage your 401k retirement account, or even know how to manage your broker, we are here for you. Online Trading Academy is the world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Online Trading Academy can provide you with valuable skills that can help you accomplish your goals. Now is the time to get started. Join us this week for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Inflation getting higher, makes it hard on the buyer. Unemployment on the rise, gasoline issues are with lines. Not hearing much sound on that side. There we go. Thank you. Signal was kind of dropping in and out there for a few minutes, but a few seconds there, but uh, sounds like we're back in business. So it turns out uh, and uh, Xi Jinping are scheduling to meet and that the uh, their uh, subordinates uh, are going to meet this coming week. Uh, to sort of lay the groundwork to see if they can't revive the deal that seemed to die at the end of April, <clears throat> and uh, well, we'll see how that we'll we'll see how that goes. It's a, it's a very hard thing to very hard thing to revive those things at um, at the end of the uh, a- after uh, this much time. There's been a lot of uh, rattling of uh, of various uh, sabers. Um, on uh, the U.S. side, uh, they continue to apply pressure on uh, on uh, Chinese technology, in particular by targeting uh, targeting uh, Huawei. Um, on the uh, Chinese side, they have been trying to pressure the United States. Uh, first, they tried the rare earth thing, but that doesn't work very well. And so you've you've seen that they've sort of walked back from that. A lot of the um, a lot of propaganda was uh, flowing in Chinese media. I read uh, summaries of Chinese uh, of the Chinese press from a couple of sources, and they they've had they've had some pretty interest, some pretty serious uh, uh, issues there over the last uh, over the la- uh, issue, not issues but uh, statements made over the last few months about another great march and you know a great awakening and. And a lot of uh, a lot of rabble rousing centered on cr- creating uh, something akin to um, uh, the Mao's Little Red Book by by a training s- process called Chi Thought, uh, named after, of course, their president, uh, and that there are mandatory uh, seminars being given on Chi Thought to um, to government officials around the country, and it's actually. Actually, I read one report. I don't think it was verified, but that um, the diplomatic offices in uh, the Western, in Western Europe, the United States, and elsewhere, diplomats are being told you can't go on vacation because you need to stick around for these seminars. You need, you need, to, you need your training. I bet that went over well. Uh, <laughs> I would think so. Uh, more recently, uh, there's bit of an attempt at uh, rapprochement. The uh, level of rhetoric uh, in the Chinese newspapers and on their television has decreased. Uh, you would have seen news this week that uh, uh, Xi went to see uh, Kim Jong-un in, in North Korea, actually provided a state visit, which elevates, uh, elevates uh, 
President Kim in the uh, Chairman Kim in the eyes of many that uh, of his population. Look, you should understand this. The reason China wants Kim Jong Un and North Korea to prosper and do fairly well is they absolutely fear having one or two of two things come across the Yalu River that separates North Korea from China. One of them is having having a a U.S. presence um, in North Korea that could be looking at, which would give them a toehold on the Asian mainland that they don't currently have. The United States currently has to watch China from far-flung islands around the Pacific, around the Western Pacific. That's not something that they particularly like having. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, foreign policy intrigue that happens there that uh, I'm not going to spend much time talking about. It. It's a little bit outside of my field of expertise anyway. But the other thing they don't want and probably fear nearly as much as having a U.S. presence right on the right on the border on the mainland or at least on this peninsula would be to have a flood of North Korean uh, refugees coming in pouring into northeast china from north korea uh who were desperately seeking uh, assistance and 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 food and so on because the north korean economy had collapsed entirely it is not in their interest for the u.s to to win and it's also probably to win that battle uh in one way or another so they are opposed to our activities with north korea they both point in the same direction but to gain leverage in trade discussions, it's very likely that pre- that President Xi is going to say to President Trump at this G20 meeting in, J- I believe it's in Japan, um, I've forgotten where it is, but uh, I believe that they're going to have a discussion that centers uh, centers on, I can help you with your North Korea problem if in return for that you would... Uh, allow me to make a better deal with you on trade. The reason this matters and the reason why I take time to talk about it is not because I want to talk about Asian policy, but I just want to talk talk generally about, about global supply chains. Because I think these are largely a very misunderstood part of the uh, of how economies uh, are created and sustain themselves. Arnold Kling, uh, who was trained in economics at MIT and 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 previously worked in the financial services sector, and is now a writer, um, works with the Mercatus Institute at George Mason University. Uh, he's not teaching currently. Um, makes this point of of makes wrote a book that I'll I'll try to tweet to you at the break. I think you can actually get it for free online. But his concept is that economies consist of persistent, uh, uh, persistent specialization, position, uh, patterns of specialization and sustained trade, or sustained specialization and trade. I got those two words reversed. It's PST, P-S-S-T. Persistent patterns, excuse me, patterns of sustained specialization and trade. What that means is that when humans interact with each other, they tend to fall into patterns or habits or norms. They, 
they don't go out and do a global search every time looking for someone to trade with to get the best possible deal they can. I, I've played uh, fantasy sports for over 30 years. Um, I've played in a variety of leagues. I've done baseball. I've done football. I've done basketball. I've done golf. Okay, I enjoy them because I, I love observing trade, and this is a way for me to observe trade and also to feed my passion for sports. Um, and, and the reason I like trade is because, because of my, my inclination to Adam Smith's statement that uh, human beings are prone to truck barter and exchange. They find resources. They haggle over over uh, trading those resources to somebody else, and then they actually do make the exchange. They they give you something in, retu- in return for something else. It's part of what makes us a unique species in the animal world. We do this in a way that's intentional. But that doesn't mean that we do this globally rational, always seeking the best possible deal. have other things to do and we we engage in ways that allow us to develop develop patterns so that we can sort of depend on getting the same trade over and over again my my beautiful wife you know one day i came to the breakfast table i probably came to it about 15 minutes early my wife loves to make breakfast for me in the morning um, I've offered, I would love to make breakfast. I would, I would make a variety of different things. She makes the same thing for me every day. I get, I get some form of yogurt or kefir, which is just liquid yogurt. I get a bowl of oatmeal. I get some nuts. I get coffee. They come in a sequence. And only in the last few weeks did I discover each of those dishes comes according to a clock, which is hilarious because my wife is known to not be someone that follows the clock very well. Okay? In her own life, if she shows up 5 or 10 or 15 minutes late to something, that's no big deal. But she makes, But I, I was sitting at the table 15 minutes early. She had brought, my, she had brought all the other items and I was still sitting there and I was waiting for my coffee just like I have the coffee here which she makes for me why wasn't it there and I'm looking over and she's like it's not 7.30 yet you get your coffee at 7.30 and I'm looking at her what do you mean she says yeah you get you get your yogurt at 6.50 you get your you get your oatmeal at 7 you get your nuts at 7.20 you get your coffee at 7.30 I'm like are you kidding me you actually have that on a schedule? Yeah. I was like, when do you schedule anything? Why do you? What? So, because that seems to be how you like it. She discovered the pattern by trial and error and decided that was the pattern that worked best. Now, I'm a very lucky guy that she thought that much about how I would want my breakfast that she timed it out that way. I could never get breakfast from anybody else now. This is exactly the way I want it. When I travel, I order the yogurt and oatmeal first. I carry nuts with me. And if they ask me, do you want coffee, sir? I said, when you clear my plate from my oatmeal and my yogurt, then you may bring me a cup of coffee, but don't bring it before. Because I've been trained. And it works perfectly well. We develop patterns. 
When you think about global supply chains, these are patterns of sustained specialization in trade. The process of discovery, the process by which you learn these patterns is long, it is difficult. My wife and I have been married over 30 years. I, I would contend she didn't figure this out till maybe two or three years ago. But those patterns are exactly the, those patterns which develop over time are exactly the kinds of patterns that make economies work more efficiently. They allow it to work better. This integration of the economy is very, very important. These trade policies that we're debating about at the root of them is really not an argument about IT in my mind, or it's an argument about IT, but it's the value of these IT protections versus the value of having these global supply chains that are very expensive to re redo. But you wouldn't know that if you listen to the, to the folks in the White House advising President Trump. We'll be back after this with more. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. 
If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Show Business 1440. Welcome back. Brexit. Uh, the Brexit story continues with uh, now two people left in the race for uh, leader of the uh, Conservative Party. And the Tories will be picking their person by paper ballot, mail-in ballot over the next uh, month or so. The results should be announced on July 24th, if I remember my date right. Uh, Boris Johnson, well, 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 well ahead of uh, Jeremy Hunt. Uh, those are the last two standing. Um, you can tell because Mr. Hunt is currently trying to challenge uh, Mr. Johnson to some some televised debates and try to get more exposure, trying to trip up uh, Mr. Johnson, who's given to making some statements that tend to be pretty um, pretty brash. Um, and then as well, uh, the Times of London last night or this morning uh, published a story uh, arguing that uh, uh, Mr. Johnson was involved in, uh, had police called to the place where he was staying with uh, uh, a, a young woman who, younger woman who he's been, she's 30 something and he's in his 50s. Um, he's been uh, spending time with over the last eight months or so, I guess, guess pretty much there every evening. Uh, though it's not his own home. Um, and so uh, a lot of the uh, the British press are always delightful when it comes to the to uh, publishing uh, uh, these tabloidish type stories, even in something as prestigious as uh, the Times of London, which probably doesn't deserve the prestige it has. Let, let me let me uh, um, let me describe this this for you. What, what is a global supply chain? This is a very nice piece I will. I will try to get this out to you that uh, George Friedman at uh, Geopolitical Futures put out um, week before last. I would have read. The, I would have talked about this last week. Of course, we were on we were on uh, break last week for the Sebastian Gorka event. Thanks for uh, listeners who I saw there. I uh, really appreciated it. Uh, good, good to visit uh, with with a couple who are who are tweeting at me um, using uh, using. Uh, different names that do not necessarily identify who they are that's great that's fine by me you're, you're entitled to your privacy um and um and if you tell me who you are that's great and if you don't tell me who you are that's fine too we just love all the feedback uh follow us on twitter at pound kbrs that's the that's the channel by which uh people keep track of the show um you don't need a twitter account to be there but you need one if you want to post to it just put the hashtag pound kbrs and you can be sure that i will read it just as soon as I possibly can. Um, the global supply chain. Let me talk about this a minute. This is part of what I refer to as uh, patterns of specialized, uh, uh, of sustained specialization in trade. Okay. If you think about the process by which you, you know, think about the oatmeal I had for breakfast this morning. I just told you about my breakfast. Or if you think about 
Think about the yogurt. I, I favor the I favor Greek yogurt. Um, or anything from East, Eastern Europe. Um, yogurts that are made in in the United States typically are a little too uh, too too soft. I like my yogurt to be a little firmer, a little creamier. By the way, I also also abhor non-fat yogurt. I want I want my fat in there. Um, and and I think about you know how do I end up with this bowl of yogurt in front of me in the morning, or um, I am font. I have three different kinds of pens that I use on my desk. There is a gel pen. There is a ballpoint pen. There's a fountain pen. They actually come from the two of them come from Germany. The third one comes from Japan. How do they arrive on my desk and are available to me? The the ballpoint that I'm holding right now um, is um, is a ViscoGlide technology made by Schneider. It's a German pen. How did it arrive here? And allow me to be able to purchase it for eighty nine cents. Well, it goes through an entire process. Okay, and if any of you have ever watched iPencil, maybe that deserves a tweet as well. iPencil from the Foundation for Economic Education, Leonard Reed. What is the process by which you hold the pencil that you can buy for a nickel? What's all the technology went into that? What's all the technology went into this into this Schneider uh, ballpoint pen? It's a stick pen. But I keep dozens of these around around my office. They're scattered everywhere because... I love how these move on a page. I just, I really like these pens. Okay. Every product we have starts with a primary element, right? Iron, magnesium, corn, milk. Okay, they all start there. Then it becomes refined and refined and refined and refined moved from place to place. Uh, if you ever read Adventures of a Global T-Shirt, or if you go to Planet Money uh, from uh, National Public Radio sometime, and look up, uh, look up their, their, T-shirt, their, their T-shirt stories, where, they're, where they talk about, they produce a T-shirt. I have one. I have one of their T-shirts. And the T-shirt story takes it to South America, it takes it to Southeast Asia, takes it to takes it from a cot but it starts with a cotton field somewhere either in Egypt or in the southern United States. And it ends up it ends up at a public radio plant in New York City. These chains are complex and they're physical. They don't change easily. And every change is costly. For that reason, global supply chains are important. And they uh, come with contingency plans. They come with, they come with uh, branches and alternatives um, that allow things that are seemingly unconnected to somehow come together to produce the thing you keep in your hand. The miracle of the market really is the fact that you can get a pencil for a nickel, parts of which that came from five or six or seven different... Uh, Five or six or seven different places. The yogurt is simple. It actually comes from only one place, but it still needs to be packaged and still needs to be transported to the grocery store up here in St. Cloud from which my wife brought it home. And 
all of this is all of this is done um all of this is done in in a physical world now the internet changes that and when i when when i talk to people about talk when people talk about ai or the internet one of the things i point out to them is well it's a disruption of supply chains okay even though the internet itself is 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 a physical is is in the physical world there's a cloud out there a cloud, and people say the cloud well it's it's you can't see the cloud well you can you can walk into a server farm somewhere and see an array of servers that are there okay they're in a physical place they're lo- lo- they're manufactured they're delivered to the site there's fiber optics that take the take the information that's on the servers and delivers them out. Okay. If you really want to, if you you know what we were talking about about this thing in Iran this week, and we we were talking about disrupting Iran by by conducting higher cyber war. Well, cyber war is a poor substitute for a missile into a server farm. And if you really want to disrupt a disrupt uh, the uh, Iranian uh, communication system that that you'd be better off doing that but of course of course there's somehow a different reaction of people to a missile strike than there is to a cyber attack should there be well that's part of what we're debating right now and so if you think about this China debate that we're going to have in the next week or two, yes, I understand IP. I understand the financial relationship. I understand the flow of dollars, which President Trump constantly talks about. We're sending billions and billions of dollars. But lying behind all that are these global supply chains that allow us to, to if you're listening to me on a podcast and you're listening through your iPhone or through a or through an Android device. A global supply chain brought all the all the components in that together and then delivered it to you. The process of undoing that, of re- resettling that global supply chain. Okay, it can happen. Yes, it could. But it is expensive. It's extraordinarily expensive. It takes a long time. And in the meantime, those goods we take for granted to be available to us at the moment we want, like having my my little German pens scattered around my office and my home, okay, that can only happen in a world where we have these these patterns of of sustainable specialization in trade when that creates the global supply chain that every step of the way is operating to reduce the cost of the goods that arrive at their ultimate destination. When Adam Smith first wrote about trade between individuals as relying on self-interest, he talked about the butcher and the barber and the candlestick maker. That's true. But the most important point he made in that process was not about about the self-interest of the butcher and the baker. It was the fact that that the wealth of nations depended upon the expansion of the circle of people with whom we trade. It is not necessarily the person next door that we trade with that makes us wealthy. It may, in fact, be the person we trade with who lives across an ocean or lives, lives, lives across a national border. 
They're the ones that are making us wealthier. Why? Because they'll allow us to specialize and exchange more. And the more we can specialize and rely on these global supply chains, the wealthier we become. You mess with them at your peril. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplify the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. I'm sure I'm not alone in knowing several families that are prosperous, hardworking, and deeply religious, and yet lose children to the world of drugs, out-of-wedlock birth, welfare dependence, and hopelessness. It's also increasingly common to see solidly middle-class couples who, after 20 or 30 years of seemingly successful marriage, suddenly break up, causing pain to themselves, their children, and even their grandchildren. In spite of a booming economy and increased opportunity, so-called deaths of despair through suicide, alcoholism, or drug overdoses have reached unprecedented levels. This explains the seeming disconnect between our prevailing prosperity and the big Majorities who believe America's on the wrong track for our future. The essential problem involves the collapse of family life, and with neither liberals nor conservatives addressing the issue in meaningful ways, our politics seems to offer only a sideshow rather than a solution. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Do you have a pressure washer in your shop that takes diesel fuel or kerosene? Are you tired of filling that tank every day? A stationary pressure washer that heats the water with natural gas or electricity from American Pressure is a great solution. Call us to discover all the ways a new stationary machine could benefit your business. We are always glad to come out to you, look at your current setup, and make recommendations. That new stationary unit will hook up to your existing natural gas line, which will save you both the cost of fuel as well as the time time and effort and mess of refueling a pressure washer. The pressure washer will exhaust through the roof of your building or out the sidewall. And if it's an all-electric unit, there will be no exhaust stack at all. In addition, we've got all the right accessories to go with your machine, including trolley systems, hose reels, wands, trigger guns, and everything you need to make the cleaning job as easy and safe as it can be. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox no-breakdown guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. 651 289 4477, the number to call, questions and comments today. Don't forget to listen to uh, the rest of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I noted, 
I'm going to just say this in case uh, our, our station manager, Nick Anderson, or anyone else from management happens to be listening at this moment. We are also a member of the North Alliance Radio Network. Um, the signs at the uh, Sebastian Gorka event would have led you to believe that only Mitch and Brad are. I'm a founding member of the NARN, folks. And don't forget it. Uh, anyway, don't forget, over on our sister station, AM 12A of the Patriot, Mitch Berg, uh, 1 to 3 today, Brad Carlson, 1 to 3 tomorrow. The, that we call Mitch the headliner, we call Brad the closer. I don't know what we call us. We used to be the opening act a long time ago, uh, but now we are, we are whatever we are. Oh, you know what? We're the businessman. We're actually the economist here, and I'm talking to you about supply chains and 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 those important patterns. Now they apply in finance too, and that's kind of reason why I. Th- I would use that logic that I've just described to describe the trade war to also describe what's happening in Hong Kong. I I can't imagine that I have because I know my listeners are smart. I know you're all up on what the what's happened there. So so just in case you've been living under a barrel the last two weeks, very briefly, they've been trying to pass a a bill to change the laws by which somebody who was arrested in Hong Kong could be tried on the mainland. That current, because Hong Kong has a different set of rules, it's important to recognize this. When Hong Kong was was turned over to um, China, to the People's Republic, by the, uh, by the United Kingdom back in the 1990s, it had already established long-standing patterns of sustained specialization in trade, particularly in the financial world, with many people in the West. It had a legal has a legal system <coughs> whose roots are are whose roots lie within uh, the Anglo-American traditions. Now, you can find examples of this in other places. The one famous example I give to people, uh, and, and I don't know how well known this is and maybe worth a minute to talk about. In the 19th century, um, the, rise, the rise of trade between countries in this post-Adam Smith world led to lots of trade happening across borders uh, within Europe and between Europe and, and the Western Hemisphere. And in many parts of the world, you had two sets of laws, those characterized by the English common law, which had been fully adopted by the United States and, and adopted by other British, you know, British and former British colonies. And then the rest of continental Europe that relied on what was called continental law, which actually, actually had its roots within the Napoleonic Code. They're two very different things. I'm not going to get into legal differences. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, and I'm not a legal scholar, but there are two different sets of rules. But but to point out simply, they were two sets of rules that were very well known by we- by business people and by governments in the Western world. They they were adopted, and everyone knew if I had to work in the Continental System, well, they've got this set of rules. If I have to work in the Anglo-American System, they've got this kind of law structure and so forth. Sitting on their border at one point extending its way almost all the way to Vienna, had been the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman Empire, of course, led by, by uh, Turkey 
in Turkey, uh, Turkey had uh, uses for Islamic law. So in business disputes between two people who were, between two people who were, um, uh, uh, between two people, uh, there was a dispute. If you had to have a trial in a Turkish court and the Turkish uh, person in dispute was Muslim, they could ask for that, that dispute to be settled in an Islamic court, which was completely foreign to people who were not, who are not Muslim, who come into, who came maybe from England or from France or from Germany or from Italy. They didn't like that. However, Turkey is, Turkey was in the, in the middle 19th century, a very multi-ethnic uh, area and had, it had uh, Greeks, it had Armenians, it had Jews, it had, it had Assyrians, many people who were not Muslim. And so the Ottomans in their, you know, in a very wise decision that they made in the middle of the 19th century, allowed there to be parallel courts that operated on the Napoleonic Code. And that those courts would be accessible to non-Muslim citizens of the Ottoman Empire who were doing business with non-Muslims in some other place. This was very attractive to people in the West. They wanted to do business with with these groups who were minorities within the Ottoman Empire. But but if you found an Armenian uh, 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 rug trader, or if you found if you found a a Greek uh, a, a Greek uh, gold merchant or so forth, you wanted to do business. You prefer to do business with them because you knew the legal rules. They were part of that pers- that special pattern of sp- specialized and trade they they you knew how to work with them better than you would you had uncertainties about islamic law this ended up causing a lot of jealousies i believe within the system and and for those of you aware of the end of the ottoman empire and then the genocides that were that were committed against all of the minority groups uh within within the uh ottoman empire and its successor states until ataturk in 23 in that period their atrocities against Greeks, their atrocities against Syrians, as well as Armenians. Full disclosure, right? I'm my surname's Armenian. I'm a second-generation American, but my grandparents suffered those persecutions at that time, um, and so I'm familiar with them quite well. But it's not just the Armenians. The Armenians are probably the best known, but there were there were atrocities committed against against other groups, and maybe one of those roots was jealousy over the fact that the Western world wanted to do business with them. I think there's parallels between that and what's happening in Hong Kong. Hong Kong Hong Kong has a western tradition. Its laws are based on the English common law because it was a colony for so long of the United Kingdom. When they decided to create one nation and two systems, what they were doing was they were permitting the English common law structure to remain in Hong Kong. That was desirable because it would allow them to trade with the west. And the West looks at Hong Kong and sees pretty much the same place it saw when it was a colony. The difference is, at the time, at the time when, uh, at the time when the transfer took place, the leader of of China was Deng Xiaoping, and Deng Xiaoping was in the process of opening up China, in the process of democratizing chi- China, right, and. 
And, and for those that came afterwards, there was a lot of innovation happening. And so a Hong Kong that was quite innovative, they liked. President Xi, you know, we talk about President Trump trying to destroy global supply chains. President Xi is not innocent on this. He's destroying the supply chain that creates the financial world of Asia because he's threatening the, the, the system by which people engage in persistent specialization and trade in Hong Kong in the financial world and in the world of trade where people send goods through Hong Kong is kind of operating like a free port through which then they could send goods to the West. All of this is going to be, all of this is, is tremendously disruptive, and this is something that, in fact, Chi is messing with. And so when I look at the protests and I look at that and the fact that the China, that, bas- that basically what happened this week was China and its, its uh, appointed leader in Hong Kong backed down, they recognize that, that there's this disruption happening vis-a-vis the Western world that, that is a threat to them. I think it's tied up in the trade, in, in the trade war, and it probably is part of what's driving President Xi to want that talk with President Trump at the G20. He probably needs help in this area, area too. So both sides have something they need to get from this, and that's worth us, that's worth us thinking about. Okay, let's take a break here. When we come back, I got one more story talking about these patterns of sustained specialization and trade and how they break down borders. They might even be breaking down money in various parts of the world. We're back after this King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Wally Langfellow, Eric Nelson, Minnesota Score Magazine, Minnesota Score Radio, time for the two-minute score. Well, Wally, if uh, you want to go camping with the purple in July, uh, you're going to have to fork out some cash. Uh, The days of Camp Cato down there at Minnesota State Mankato, long gone. This will be year two at the TCO Performance Center and. If you want to stand, general admission tickets are free. But if you want to sit, it's going to be a minimum of 15. It could go higher. Uh, You're going to have to pay to park at the TCO Performance Center. There will be limited access to autographs. In other words, things are much different than they used to be down in Mankato when players and fans often mingled. You might see them out at the same restaurant, and it had a real down-home, down-to-earth feel. Things have clearly changed. Yeah, no question about it. And they have... Look, if you want to park, you mentioned it. It's $10 to park. That's if you print your parking offline beforehand. If you show up, it's 20 bucks. Now, you can do a ride-share thing. They do have a... They apparently have some place where they can go pick you up and they'll drop you off at TCO Performance Center if that's what you choose to do. But there are a lot of things that just aren't the same anymore. Not to say that 
the Vikings are the only ones doing this. It's pretty prevalent around the NFL, but as you said, it has lost its hometown feel. It is very corporate. You know, you're going to go through security. Do you ever remember any kind of security <laughs> at Mankato? No, I don't think so. You're going to get the pat down, so get ready. Don't bring any metal objects with you because you're going to have to bring them back to your car, which, of course, you had to pay $20 to park with. So, I don't know. Not my thing. Camping with the Purple. Bring your own tent. Minnesota Score Radio, Saturdays at noon on AM 1440. What would you do if you knew how to invest like the pros? If you could learn the strategies designed to make the right move, whether the market's going up or down. What would you do if you knew the things Online Trading Academy could teach you? Online Trading Academy is a world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Whether you're looking to develop skills designed to generate additional income or to grow your retirement savings, OTA can provide you with valuable knowledge that can help you learn to meet your goals. The best time to take control of your financial future is now. So what are you going to do now that you know? Dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Let me explain um, a little bit more about this concept. I've just tweeted to you a, a paper that was published back in 2011 by uh, Arnold Kling, um, whose concept I've been really attracted to, this thinking of patterns of sustained specialization in trade. They're what's, it's why I'm opposed to um, much of the uh, Trump trade policy in that it's disrupting things of which I don't believe anybody can know well. Um, sometimes, it, it, sometimes I, 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 sometimes I get pushed back on this because it's like, well, but all this IT theft. Well, there are ways to deal with IT theft other than trying to undo global supply chains. Um, you, you know, well, they're just threatening it. Well, remember, these are... Global supply chains are not the act of a wizard standing above the crowd. They are, in fact, the actions of billions of people making little adjustments, trying to figure out where they, where they can figure out their own advantages, where they can make a, a little extra money or make their lives a little bit easier. Okay, um, this behavior, this behavior that I see in that regard, is quite similar to uh, our concerns about uh, people trying to act from the commanding heights to control the healthcare system or to control industries in post-World War II Britain or much of the uh, communist period in, in the Soviet Union or China. But let me give you one more example that's a little more detached and maybe a little more fun. And I want to get away from China because this isn't just about China. Let me give you just another example. Um, some years ago, we started to read stories about the way in which people were creating mobile payments in Africa, and they were doing it through the use of cell phones. 
So they would be able to transfer money to each other on a, use, using, using a cell phone and then going to a kiosk that sells the cell phones. The cell phones are amazingly cheap, unlike here in the United States. Uh, discussion for another day. Um, they, are, they, are, they are ubiquitous um, and throughout the country. And people are able, and the currencies that they do business in tend to be Difficult to come by, and have you have to carry large quantities of them because of of deflation, of, of inflation, of depreciation of the currency. You have to carry these large wads around, and there might be legal restrictions that prevent you, that prevent you from doing cash transactions in foreign currencies. Um, but it's still imperfect because the country might say, well, yeah, you can use mobile payment technologies. That's fine. You can use some fintech. That's cool. But but the fintech has to be done in the local currency. It would be a way to work yourself around that. Now, Bitcoin is often talked about in countries like the United States or 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 Japan or, or other industrialized economies because bitcoin relies on a a mechanism to create additional bitcoin that uses computer power and you need the, this computer power to to make it operate over the last couple of weeks we've seen an announcement from facebook of the creation of this new currency libra now libra is not a bitcoin it's not it, it, it is it is sort of crypto it's kind of crypto it's not really crypto but it's a stable coin. Okay? Stable coin means that you would do business with, you would do business, we create a coin that can be exchanged for a basket of currencies. Right? It's not, it's not going to be, it, it, its value is going to be pegged to a basket of currencies. Now, I haven't read enough about this to know if, if it's going to be completely convertible. Can you, can you, can you go back to this, 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 this organization there are 27 firms that have created this currency they're calling it libra but the lead name on it is facebook and why facebook because like the cell phones facebook is ubiquitous most cell phones can can have a facebook account on them as smartphones become easier and easier to acquire facebook becomes more and more common i actually still have a Oh gosh, it's probably about a twelve-year-old BlackBerry that eventually I was able to get a Facebook app onto. I don't use it here in the United States, but when I travel overseas, I can buy SIM cards. I snap them into this old BlackBerry, and and uh, and operate and operate the phones in those in those countries, and I could run my Facebook account on on this this old BlackBerry. So it's very possible to use. Libra is actually a consortium of 27 com- companies. Guess which one of them one of them is, not besides Facebook? One of them is Vodafone. Not a surprise. Vodafone is going to be keenly interested in increasing the usability of Libra by creating apps for its phones that can be used to transfer money between customers who are willing to do business with Libra, with Libra Coin. So they'll create an association. They'll have a 
I'm reading this from from a piece written by Chris Hughes, which who is the former partner, of course, of of, uh, of Mark Zuckerberg uh, from Facebook. Um, they've created a company, right? This Libra Association. It's got 27 different firms on it. Every firm's got one vote. But now we have 27 businesses controlling this currency. And people are freaking out. Oh, this, we can't allow private companies to create, to create money. But think about, think about this. They are trying to take advantage of the fact that in many of these countries in Africa, they have already always had the ability to transfer money to each other using these phones. We don't do that very much. Okay. I still am amazed any time I'm able to use Venmo or Apple Pay to pay a bill at, a, at an actual store, a physical storefront. But there are some of them that take Apple Pay, and I can, I can use my Apple Pay account to, to buy. A, I used it to actually to pick up my prescriptions the other day at... Uh, but in Africa, it's, it's, it's ubiquitous. And what this does is, for the developing world, it's going to give those people, as we build them this system out, they're going to have the ability now to switch away from using an unstable currency produced by a country that maybe inflates it frequently to using this stable coin called Libra. But that can only work as long as they are taking advantage and piggyback on a system that people are already using. And if you analyze it that way, that's why I think where you'll see Libra and where you'll see these these alternative crypto being used is not in the West. Someone has to figure out how to make that accessible to the places that really need those monetary services in the developing world. Libra might be one such thing. I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you, Andrew, for your work here. And we'll be back next week with another episode of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. We'll see you then. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, 
manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.